0: Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. 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 Mm-mm.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yo tonight on the Boom bap chat, we welcome in Queen Heroin. Yo, Till, yo, Io. Let's start the show.
2: Yes, let's start the show. I am MC Till Till Till. I am Till. profound.
3: <laughs> yes, sir. And I'm I am Mas Marad.
2: What's going and, on? Man, it is the Boom Bap Chat, Thursday night, 10 p.m.-ish, and we have an incredible guest tonight, and just before we introduce our guests, just want to know what's going on with you guys, man, Profound. What's going on with you this week, man? What's on your mind?
0: Oh, man, uh, about a week and a half left of school, so um hmm. preparing for the kids to be out of school for the summer. I uh, went to my first uh, coaches meeting for football that's coming up, you know? and uh oh yeah and you know what else this
3: yes sir oh, there
2: it is it's not even out of the package we can't even see it we can't see what my light is you know <laughs> <that> <laughs> the light album. is too bright <laughs> it's too bright that's the new profound album right there yeah that's dope profound that's coming out soon so make sure y'all get up on that dope Indeed. dope Iomas, how about you man what uh what you what you on
3: Man, um just gearing up to come to Cincinnati, brother. You know what I'm saying? Just gearing up uh putting things in order. Um yeah, man, just looking forward to that, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to come to, to come to the Natty, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Looking I'm, forward to that, man.
2: I'm excited to see you. For those that don't know, I'm in Cincinnati and before the pandemic, we used to do uh programs about twice a year over everybody's records um which is an unofficial sponsor of our show every thursday so shout out to them and um we would do all kinds of fun stuff beat battles sample flips panel discussions and um, we're having a native tongue cincinnati event where we're going to be doing some performing got a dj spinning some panel discussion around the influence of the native tongues for those of us in the room that day so it's going to be a good time so if you're in cincinnati please come out everybody's records this saturday from one to four PM, and Iomas is gonna be in the room. And I've been working on getting that together, and I'm still trying to find you some dead on drums, man. I can't <laughs> find. I'm, you just need a kick drum, a snare, and a, a high hat. That's high-hat. it, bro. I'm trying, man. I'm still trying. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get That's it.
3: That's what Tip I'm said. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The kick, snare, <laughs> yeah. kicks hi-hat. And a high hat. hat. That's all we that. need, yeah. man.
2: Well, yo, our our guest for tonight is of that vein. She is one of the illest. MCs, but more than that and probably even more important she has a brilliant mind uh she's in the educational space where she is doing her thing educating the next generation the youngins and we just really appreciate uh this human being that's with us tonight please give a nice warm welcome to queen harrow into the boom bap chat
4: (laughs) <laughs> that was so serious y'all thank you i wasn't ready for the extra sound effects like
2: the crowd thank you guys so much it's a pleasure to be here with all of you yeah man it's no. a pleasure to have you we do 100 uh all natural sound effects here so we appreciate you i see, here. I see. very dope oh. very dope <laughs> yo we like to appreciate our guests we definitely appreciate you so i want to throw it over to isle moss to, to give you some flowers and okay. for,
3: for this sister queen heroine, i look up to you so much Words cannot express what you mean to me as an artist. And then when I got the chance to meet you as a person, you know, it's always amazing when you meet an artist that you look up to and you admire, and then they're just as uh, great of, of a person than they are of an artist. So that's how I feel about Queen Heroin. Like, I just think you're amazing. Um, and I just appreciate the work that you do with your brother, with the Juggernauts on the hip hop side. And then on the education side, And definitely you all were the ones that made me want to become an educator, not only a hip hop artist, but to like pursue education um, on a different level. And so I just want to give you your flowers and let you know from me, from Pro, from Till, from the whole Boom Bap Chat family, that we just got love for you. And we glad that you took the time to come here and just want to let you know how much you mean not only to the hip hop culture, but how much you mean to education space too as well so we just want to give you your flowers and say keep doing what you're doing we see you we see you thank you so much i mean what an introduction
4: talk about flowers i got lilies i got calla lilies i got you know roses peonies i got all kinds of things I'm very I'm so so humbled by that. Wow, that was a phenomenal introduction. Um I, I don't even know what to say other than thank you, thank you all genuinely. Like I don't know, that's too much. That's too much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Really no, nah, it's, it's, yeah, it's never too much.
3: It's never too much. Thank you, y'all.
4: No, not not
2: when you're in the classroom with, with the young people. I mean you're you're in there with the little ones. And that oh, exactly. I've been in the classroom with that age group, so God bless you. I, yeah, <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to need it. Thank yes. you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Every day, all day. I feel that. Every day. Yes. Indeed. indeed. So a lot of times, Queen when we, we ask people about their introduction into hip-hop, but I'm curious to know about your introduction into the educational space and how yeah. did that come about and was, was hip-hop a part of that? Yeah. i just love to hear that part of that story.
4: Um, absolutely. It's a great question. I've never really had it, um, asked in that order. It's usually the reverse, um, Mm -hmm. the reverse. My mom, uh, is a retired educator. Mm -hmm. Um, and I truly believe that home is the first space for education period. Um, when you talk about just learning and what that means, right? So my exposure to what learning is and was, um, and seeing it firsthand. Um, from my mother and my father just in different ways, you know, lessons and um, belief systems and values that they taught, generally speaking, culturally, just ways of life. And then more formally when my mom did go back and um, taught, you know, professionally, and I got introduced directly from there. It was literally like a summer situation. I was really young. <laughs> I was a te- I was like a teenager, basically my late teens. And um, she was like, look, you want this summer job? Like, what are you doing? And I took it, you know, um, and I worked for the summer, which turned into a teaching assistant position mm-hmm. for a couple of years. And then that evolved into um, my first real position as a teacher or educator, um, and I was teaching pre-K in Mount Vernon, which is full circle where I am right now, again, um, in a different capacity. But I taught pre-K, um, shout out to Link by Link, anyone who's looking for a very warm family home environment, that was my first spot. It's like a business it's, it's not like it is a business um black owned business as well mm. and so i started there it was a nursery downstairs upstairs they had a little pre-k section but it was a real real school for pre-k mm. students wow. and um i did that for a couple of years and then i went back to where i was a teaching assistant um after i graduated with my, my mom was like what are you doing and she was like okay are you stepping it up with this like where mm. are we going and so I went back to school at the time I had my undergrad in, um, in English language studies, which that's an interesting story. Cause I was like failing out of visual arts, which I teach now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up, um, going back to school for my degree in, uh, general and special education. And so I ended up teaching special ed, um, mm-hmm. formally, uh, more up north. Um, yeah. And I did that for years. And that was like where I gained a great deal of experience. But all of the different classrooms from the pre-K through on uh, up to now, as much as you know and you learn as an educator, you, you realize that there's still more to learn. Even up to today, I had a situation it was like, hmm, interesting. But I think the difference is after a certain amount of years, you're able to kind of look back and assess and self-assess, which takes a little bit of time because initially mm-hmm. you get a grasp on just how to do this um how to organize how to lesson plan so once you've done all that that higher order thinking at that point is more self-reflective and you can quickly just be like oh that went well this didn't this is why it didn't and this is how i can approach it differently that that i think that takes time
2: yeah 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 definitely definitely uh ayamas any anything hit you i know i know you're big on education
3: yeah i mean I just yeah that's kind of how i got involved in hip-hop i mean in in education as well too i took a a class uh, i was like an assistant and i went in the after school program and that's what kind of like sparked my love you mm. know what i'm saying and the teachers was like man this you have a natural connection with the youth like how is that possible i'm with them all day and they don't open up to me like that mm. so was, i heard that from like multiple teachers and i was like okay I need mm-hmm. to just try to pursue this. So yeah. very similar. And my undergrad is in English teaching, you know what I'm What's saying? That? In the urban teacher program. So it's just resonating with me, man. Like, yes. yeah, that's okay. just amazing. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. That's, thank you for sharing that with us.
2: Absolutely. That's yeah. yeah Absolutely. Thank you. So on the hip hop side, how has hip hop or has oh. it, uh, I, I assume it has, but how has hip hop influenced how you interact with kids in, in the classroom?
4: Oh, wow. So many different ways. I mean, I think at this point, and I would say for the last, um, four years now, um, there's been a conscious effort to make a relationship, um, visible with between hip hop and education. And again, Mm. um, that's how, you know, um, I, I must know, we know each other through that, through the relationship between hip hop and education as a direct correlation. So, um, you know that's been more a little bit more recent but i think again every classroom i've had classrooms where i traditionally don't go in and say oh hey i rhyme right right <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't do that unless the <laughs> course, unless the course dictates that and we're yeah. in there for a hip-hop education course then it's that's a different thing and even sure. then that doesn't necessarily mean that i'm an mc or you know i'm a dj or producer maybe i'm just right. there Representative of the culture, etc. You know what I yeah. mean. So it could be a hip hop education or hip hop appreciation course. So um, you can't necessarily assume. But the students, my kids, uh, you know, they're so intuitive that I've been in different schools in different places at different grade levels, and they've been like, Miss um, Smith, what do you do? And I'm like, um, I teach you. <laughs> and they're like, Nah, like. <laughs> You do something else. What do you, do you, do you sing? Do you, what else do you do? Cause you just, I don't know, Miss Smith. It's something different. I don't mm-hmm. know. So I've had that happen um, where they just hit it on the head without me saying anything. I had a student and a job, which I won't mention. It's not my current job where I almost lost my job. This was before mm. I was teaching. Uh, formerly I was a teaching assistant and um, the student knew. He knew um, the Lyrics Lounge project, oh. and he was like, oh my gosh, yo, wait, that's like my favorite joint. Can you spit it? Can you spit the verse wow. for me? And I think he was like maybe eighth or ninth grade, and I was like, okay. I was also young, so I was like, yeah, all right, cool, spit it, it's cool. But he, then he'd hit me up like every day, like, yo, can you spit it? He'd be outside <laughs> the classroom. And my boss at the time, um, an administrator, was like, yo, can I meet with you? And I was like, and he was like, what is what is the nature of your relationship with him? Mm. As if to that something was happening beyond that was not professional.
1: Whoa.
4: And I was like, so outside of here, I'm an artist. He happens to know that because he's a fan of, you know, the music and things that I do. And that's all it is. And he was just like, OK, well, you know, you need to be mindful of, of, of that, you know, of the boundaries. Yeah. Which to an extent I understood uh, the boundary ac- aspect because it did get to the point where was like he was so hyped like every day. But at the same time, that goes back to, you know, what I'm um, also saying in the sense of connection. There was a direct mm-hmm. yeah. connection that he could not understand as an exactly. administrator, readily exactly. assumed it was something else. And honestly, it affected the relationship with the kid because he felt yeah. so offended after mm-hmm. that Um so, I mean, it's just been in different ways. I've had kids ask me to freestyle for their birthday who did know oh, that I am rhymed, and I right. did. You know, it depends on the context and where I am. Um, some of my students from Chicago, where I taught, they follow me on Instagram, and I was like, yo, y'all can't follow me until I'm not here.
1: Uh, <laughs> you know?
4: And then when I wasn't there, I was like, all right, y'all can follow me.
2: Right,
1: right. <laughs> That's dope. It,
4: depending on
2: where Have you ever had a kid... Yeah, was just misbehaving again and again, and you start thinking like battle thoughts against them.
4: Um, never, but I had, <laughs> never, 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 no, okay. never. Right. That's not usually where my mind goes. But okay, I had, right. had one incident, I did have one incident where um this was also Chicago, where I would I, I taught art is there as well, visual arts there as well. And so it was my high school students, and I would have them critique at the end of their project. So this is kind of the part of also the awareness of public speaking. So it wasn't mm. just like creating an art piece. It was like getting up, presenting it, understanding the language, um, yeah. what they were creating, why, et cetera, and having the audience be there supportive, <laughs> getting them to understand like there's layers to this and also these are skills they need to take outside of the classroom. Anyway, so he gets up there. I guess he was nervous, you know, obviously, which most of them were. But as they did it more, they got, you know, more comfortable, which was part of the whole reason of having them do it. And um, he said something sassy, like, you know, all right, whatever. I'll just freestyle this, you know. And I was like, you ain't ready for that. Like, like get your notes. Like, do what you need to do. You ain't ready for that. And he was like, oh, Smith, whatever. I got this. I got this. I was like, all right, freestyle then. Like, let's. Do, do do your thing. And I, he was like, "For real?" And so he tried to go in, and then I just ate him up. I just had to teach him a lesson, and I just... Mm, 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 mm. and he was like, "Damn, all right, aight, Smith, aight. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right, Smith. You made your point. You made your point. You know. So I think that was the only time it was ever a challenge. Um, I had one student who was spitting Lauren's verse from the score. And that's one of my favorite verses. And mm. she just started spitting it and I just spit it with her. And she wow. just couldn't believe. And we just in sync. Like she knew the verses <laughs> from top to bottom and so right. wild And we were just in unison. And she's like, oh my gosh, that's crazy, Smith. And I actually never had her as a student, but she would always be around me, you know? Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so. Yeah. That's amazing. Hey, that's amazing. Like,
2: you know, from my experiences and just looking at statistics, uh, you know, the educational system in this country seems pretty broken. And obviously, there are great teachers like you, and there's great schools doing great mm-hmm. things. But there are so many st- schools that are really struggling, and kids that aren't getting, you know, the type of engagement that they need to get. So, where do you see, or how do you see hip hop, or or do you see hip hop as? part of the answer? And if so, like how on like a, a syst- systemic level, how can what you learn or what you know about hip hop sure. be kind of used across the board to, to engage kids?
4: It's a great question. A great um, I agree with you in regards to the brokenness on so many levels, which is, um, it's real, it's very mm-hmm. unfortunate, it's sad, it's frustrating as an educator, yeah. as a parent. Um, it, as a woman of color, even, you know what I mean? Seeing so many um, children demographically who look like they could be my child um, in systems that are just not supporting them. And then seeing systems that are supporting them, but because of the lack of whatever funding um, teach, well, I wouldn't even say teach That's a whole nother part of the political part, but there's so many layers to it. Yeah. What I will say, um, as far as hip hop goes, I definitely see and believe that it can be a instrumental tool to help and assist and support and engage uh, and produce on multiple levels. I think, um, again, um, I am us our relationship shout out to, you know, the universal hip hop museum, shout out to Martha Diaz, uh,
1: Diaz, uh, shout
4: out to, um, hip hop education center and, 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 you know, similar organizations that are you know utilizing um, hip hop and education. Shout out to uh, John Robinson. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many people Jay uh, individually. Jay Rawls. I mean, as yeah. a collective. Um, shout out to my my team at Next Level. You know, um, uh, you know, which is a U.S. exchange uh, program that you know fosters relationships with different countries. Um, but using hip hop as a connective tool, um, educative tool too, to a large extent, but not so much about teaching, but sharing knowledge, more so that. So I think that it's happening um, in pockets. Mm-hmm. And I think that those pockets are growing because yes. when you look at um, the age, right, of educators, so you have whole generations like myself, like yourselves, who have an, not an awareness of hip hop, but who have come up in the culture of hip hop. And so this is who we are. This is the embodiment of who we are, what we know It's the fabric of who we are, how we speak our language, like all the things. Right. And then you happen to say, okay, well, I'm going to push into education, whether consciously to make a decision or, you know, you know, someone who was in there or you got inspired, whatever it is, you're now in that field. So now you're in the field, either consciously making an effort to say, let me use hip hop as an educational tool, or you're just in the field as someone in the culture of hip hop, because this is what you've grown into and and you know. And so there's that dichotomy. There's that that balance in who you are as a person and therefore as an educator, bringing that to conversation Mm -hmm. and interacting with students. So you have the ability to connect in a different way that our teachers didn't. So there's a shift that's happening, I think, on a conscious level, and then there's a shift that's happening on an unconscious level just because of who we are as educators pushing in to these spaces, right? Um, Then the other thing is curriculum, you know? So you have Mm. curriculum that's consciously being developed um, that's making an impact and a difference. And it's just, again, funding, pushing in, getting more, spending the time to put curriculum together, there's that part of it, then there's the part of just connection. When I was yeah. in Chicago, I used to shop at um Dollar General, which is like Dollar Tree, and I'd be yes. out there sometimes getting like straight my um. What is it like? Napkins or toiletries or whatever. I'm not, I'm not paying five dollars to do X, Y, Z when I can get it. Plus, it's on the way home, so I would get my nice stuff from Mariano's. Get my like, yeah. my nice meat, you know, what I'm saying or whatever my fish. And then I'm like, yo, I'm gonna make that stop at that was King,
3: drive, it? When it drive, King
4: Drive, wasn't it? Wasn't it King Drive? Hello. So I'm gonna like, I'm gonna do bang bang before I hit, you know, um Lakeshore, I'm gonna do that. And so I would see students in Mariano's sometimes. And then I would see students in Dollar General. So it's mm-hmm. like, there's that part of the community and environment where they're seeing me. So when I tell them yeah. there's a sense of connection, I mean, I can't really, I shouldn't say it, but there was a parent who was like, oh, wow, can you kind of help out? And maybe some days if I'm stuck, help bring my student, my, my kid to school. Woman tell them no? like. You know, a parent like me that, you know, maybe kind of needs some support, technically not support, supposed to, but at the end of the day, I'm like, all right, cool. Nobody knows. Drop them off. I'm not there anymore. Shout out to them. I love them out there. But (laughs) she appreciated that so much. So when you talk about caring about the kids, this is not something that I just say. This is something that I exhibit through the way I educate, through the way that I live. And hip hop is a part of that, right? So I think... It happens on so many different levels and directions and ways. um, And I just feel like it just requires more and more of it. And I also feel like hip hop is the one thing that I've had students. um, I had this student uh, Caucasian with my cute little white boys students. And he used to be like, what's up, Mama Smith? (laughs) I mean, I'm Brown. What's up, Mama Smith?
3: That's what's up.
1: No
4: sense of separation in his mind. And there was a real sense of connection with me genuinely, you know, have kids who didn't have nothing to eat. They knew how to microwave, I'm warming up food. If I have a little extra form, um, talk hip hop, I mean, so I just feel like there's so many layers, but I do feel like it, it definitely connects all of us regardless of, of what, yeah yeah no, dope. no that's it's amazing really dope. Um,
3: it just it just took me back to what her brother what your when your brother was on here he said to same. Okay. he so really? another he brilliant <laughs> just like you yeah y'all, oh, y'all both. it did. runs in the family so he was just saying how when He's he so constructs amazing. when he constructs a uh and I was like man i'd never even thought about that before mm-hmm. he constructs his uh lesson plans mm-hmm. he looks at his lesson plans like he looks at a set list. And I was like, it's just so simple, but it blew my mind. Like, Makes he's like, sense. so when you connect in the set list, you don't start with your the slow song. You start with something that's going to grab the attention. Hold he said, that's and how that's- I look at my lesson plans. And I was like, yo, that's brilliant. Like, so it That's just a make good that, one. That he never told me, me that one. Oh, for... <laughs> oh
4: man, he out. That, sounds, that sounds that sounds so breeze-like, and he is yeah. genius, and and that makes yeah. total sense. I was mm-hmm. having that conversation earlier, just the the um, connection between hip hop and performing, yes. right, and the classroom as a, as an instructor, mm-hmm. and there is just so many similarities down to yeah. time, as you talk about mm-hmm. sets. You yeah. might be on stage for you know 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's a class, that's that's class Absolute, time. So, yeah. what does that transitional come in like? What does the exit ticket look like? Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, all of it is so relative to that mm-hmm. engagement and them getting it that aha moment. And and on stage, when you perform, and everybody not catching every line unless they right. really, really understand right. the note word for word. If they yeah. see it the first time. You may say one bomb line and they're like, oh, you know what? how that goes in the audience, <laughs> yeah. right? Same thing with the kids. You're going to see them light up if they got mm-hmm. the concept of yeah. something Absolutely. new that you're hitting them with. And they're like, oh. So yeah. there's still that illumination that happens, that new light bulb that goes off in the mind. Literally some new yeah. neurotransmitters like, oh, that was that was dope.
1: Yeah. So there's,
4: there's so much that's similar that happens. Yeah.
3: That's, that's amazing. That's, Uh, man, fire, Joe.
2: Yeah, before I ask the next question, I want to bring in Profound. Profound, anything sticking out to you or anything you want to ask about?
3: Yeah, actually, yeah,
0: the the sister went right where I wrote this down. I wanted to ask because, of course, you're an MC, like, what is the difference that you see in the children today versus when we were children and Mm. in school?
4: Yeah, how long we got? (laughs) 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 Oh, Lord. Because I know what your perspective. You? I
0: know your perspective is different because you're an MC. You're not just an educator. You know what I mean? Like you, right. it's like a double. You it's the double-edged sword, educator. Really, because you, you, we educators as an MC, you're on that professional level as a teacher too. So, yeah, I want to know what you think the difference is today. That's a
4: great. That's such a great question. um Profound. I think the initial thought that came to my head and, and again, I love, I love my students. I love the kids, even the ones who drive them crazy. I love them. Um, but there's definitely a different aspect of respect. Whereas for us, you know, again, growing up, it was kind of like you, you didn't get out of pocket like that. There was a different kind of level of understanding. This is your teacher. You come to school, whether you like it or not, you do what you got to do. For the most part, you keep them moving, right? Because you go home and if your parents, I know for me, my parents, West Indian, like they wasn't hearing that, like it would have been a problem. So, you know, um, the respect level, very, very different. Some kids kind of just automatically very, okay, yes, come in, they got it. Other kids going to test you? And then you got the ones that are in between. I think the advantage of being an MC and a lyricist, I'm very quick with it with, with my with my mouth with my tongue. Like I, I'm like a sword, with I'm like liquid swords, straight up. So if they say something, I'm so quick with the response.
3: <laughs> I love it.
4: That they're like you know sometimes you know and I have observations of course and things like that, but I feel like who I am as an educator, who I am um, as an MC who I am as a woman too, you know, um, not to get into that part, but that's the real part. I think that sometimes that's, that works to the benefit in a sense of very nurturing and understanding and, you know, and then sometimes you're going to get tested because Mm. the kids will be, oh, you're not a man because there's a whole, and that's a whole nother part of it. You know, our brothers, as you all know, they are also educators. And I think, even in the house dynamic, you know, it's like growing up, if my mom said something, I might push a little bit more, you know, not to be disrespectful, but, you know, a little, come on, ma, you know, let me go sleep a little later and watch this show, you know. Daddy come in, it ain't even, hes not even saying not nothing. Happened. It's just a look. It's like a, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, let me put on my clothes and go to bed. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to watch mm-hmm. a honeymoon is this a wrap. Like, okay, got it. You know what I'm saying? So it's a different situation. <laughs> a different situation, you know? Um, and I think that happens in the class too. So being very quick and witty with that yeah. and also having a very strong voice mm. where there's a certain sense of command. They can hear me having certain styles. Um, and even that still takes practice management-wise depending on the size of the class and who you're dealing with. But that tongue being... Cause I'll chop them down and I don't have any, I don't feel no way about it. Of, I will because at the end of the day, they know I'm coming from a place of love, yeah, yeah. So, like, when my students are lining up, if they come in too aggressive at the door, I'm like, yo, fall back, yeah. I'll talk to them like that, yeah, <laughs> you'll fall back, yeah. What are you doing? Like, where are you going like that? Like, bring that down, bring that back down there. Sometimes I'll have them do a little jog, yo, jog down there. You got energy. Jog over there by them double doors and <laughs> that's how I talk to them. That's how I talk to the old ones, real talk. I talk yeah. to them like that because that's what they need, that's what they mm-hmm. understand. Yeah. You know? And so it's not like I'm trying to feel like, oh, I'm fitting in and trying to be cool with your little language. And they and they'll test you. Some like today in the class, one of my students, middle school, I think it was like third or fourth grade, and <laughs> He's like drawing something. He's like, yo, that look kind of sus. I was like, word, you know what's sus? That you playing with your grade. Like, let's go. That's sus. It's your grade about to look suspect. So I, I told that very, that's a, that's a prime example. I'm being so genuine. That's how I talk to them. Yeah, your grade about to be sus. You know, it's gonna be sus when I have to pick that phone call up and make the call to the house. That's gonna be sus because we gonna be looking sideways.
1: <laughs>
4: and then I'm West Indian, and my I have a lot of kids who are West Indian, so I can mm. get into it real quick. Call on the phone, yeah, mommy, look at one up, you know. My, I you know what I'm saying so. They are not ready. <laughs> they're not ready. They're not you're ready.
3: You the
4: T-Code. The I know code. just enough Spanish. You know what I'm saying? Yo.
1: Like, they're like, whoa, who is this lady? Sit down, they're sit like,
4: down, sit down. All right, say They're like, yo, she's loud. <laughs> Trabajo, do your work. I'm not crazy. With you. So I know just enough. Yeah. yeah. I, use, I use the
1: tongue.
4: I make sure I use my words to connect with them. Man,
2: teacher of yeah. the year right here. I
1: don't no, know about Sam.
4: that, but I'll be on it. I'm crazy. I'm crazy yeah. with them.
2: That's great. I'm yeah. sure they respect you for that, for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of that. That's so er- dope. <laughs> Earlier in the conversation, I, I want to make sure I heard this right. Did you say that you, you flunked the topic that you now teach?
4: Correct. Can wow. you tell us more yeah. about
2: that? That's, that's fascinating.
4: Sure. So, I mean, I was going to school. I, I had challenges with it in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I had definite challenges in college, which was visual arts. Mm -hmm. That's what I was taking up. Um, And I got to this point within my um, undergrad degree where we would have um, independent studies. That's what they were called. And so it was like the whole semester was creating, you know, um, basically a portfolio where you focused on one specific concept, whatever, directive. And then you had to present it. And so... I'd present what I had to present and what I had been working on all semester and I would get shot down every time to the Mm -hmm. point that I got to the point and I was the only, um, there was one other African American, one other brown man. um, He did, his work was really unfrontable. I have to say Mm -hmm. that he did um, like graphic design and through a friend of mine, I befriended him and vice versa. His work was, I mean, it was phenomenal. Yeah, I will say that. I was still also trying to find my own, as far as my visual voice, I guess, if you will. But I still felt like the work I was putting in hours. I was my main work. uh, My main medium is acrylic, Mm. so I'm a painter. Most, you know, that's like really my concentration, and I do mixed media art as well. But like acrylic paint, I'm a painter, and so. Mm. I had all this work I was presenting and they were like, I was getting like D's and F's and I was like, what do you want me to paint then? If you're having an issue with me, with what I'm doing, what I'm producing, then give me feedback, give me constructive feedback, but failing me, um, giving me D's, telling me um, it's doodling, like, that's not constructive. And see, as an educator now, I can see how poor they were as educators, right? Um, Just in the way they approached what they felt I was doing wrong, whatever Mm -hmm. that was. Um, I had a teacher as well who taught, um, it was called, um, it was a movie class that was independent film. Mm -hmm. Also in the realm of art was one of the courses I had to take and um, I was commuting at the time because I went to school in Long Island. I was commuting. And prior to that, I was living on campus. And so I really was kind of late all the time, like traffic Mm. on the LIE was crazy, no excuse. I I was late often for her class until she read my papers. Mm. And she she used to try to send me. She really used to try to play me like I was not educated. I had no Mm. like, oh, you're just messing around in my class till she read them and she was just like, what are you doing here? Then it was more, then she started giving me books to read. Oh, you should read this and challenge yourself. Wow. yourself. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, because I was genuinely just kind of having a struggle with the commute, but, um, yeah. but yeah. And, and what's the only thing that saved me, um, a really good friend of mine who he was actually doing, um, an English language studies, uh, major as well. And, he was like, Yo, you should submit some of your poetry. Mm. And, uh, you know, they'd have contests and things like that connected to the English department. And, long story short, I did. And the head of the English department was like, How can I get you to change your major from visual arts wow. to uh, English language studies? Mm. And I was like, Hmm. Let's see, FFDD. How do I sign up? (laughs) You know, because at that point I was like, if I don't do something, I'm going to fail out of college, period. Yeah. and um, and so I switched over. It ended up actually delaying me about a whole year, maybe almost a year and a half. So what took would have taken me for the traditional four ended up taking me like five, almost five and a half. I just went ham summers. I mean, I remember literally one day crying like real tears. And Breeze, Breeze was like <laughs> he's such a good brother. You know, all my brothers good. He's rubbing my back. He's like, "Sorry, man. You gonna be all right." I was taking like Spanish. I was taking. I, I was in, like, five schools just to finish the one. I was at Hunter, Manchester wow. Community, Lehman. I was taking, like, a course in mad different Nassau Community College just wow. to gather the credits yeah. that I was behind in since I had just switched the major to wow. finish. But, you know, you do what you got to do. Yeah. And I did. Um, but thank God for that opportunity. And uh, Dr. Hicks is actually um, her name. And that's that's how it happened. It was literally default like I, I had to do that and luckily for me as an mc and a poet and a lyricist i had that background and yeah. and that helped tremendously to to make the transition smooth
2: that's cool i that's inspiring you know to go go up with those challenges and people that are not you know engaging it was supporting you yeah
4: and, and it was in, listen man there was a dude who he had oreo cookies i'll never forget it it was an exhibit he had like oreo cookies a row of them actually the guy who was helping me out at the time um he almost stepped on the cookies <laughs> he's like oh oh that's just his project i didn't realize just cookies on the floor <laughs> and the guy got an a name he got an a name it was like you know intergalactic thought processing of nonsense i'm like those are oreos like where's the cook where's the milk like at least put a glass of milk do some extra stuff with it we just got cookies on the floor come on man <laughs> Make a doll, make Cookie Monster something. Yes. <laughs> be if you, <laughs> you know some
3: what I mean? Stuff, like
4: cookies.
3: Build an Empire cookies. State Building. What's right, there, I could have uh, done like
2: that. Right.
4: Hey, I'd go to Stop and Shop right now. Come get this egg. Y'all playing? <laughs> but that's what they wanted, you know. So
2: that's crazy, but yeah. but it's inspiring that you're back teaching Thank that you. same thing, you know. Uh, Indeed, to the younger people and, and I assume doing it in a much more supportive way than what you you know face. So that's really
4: I, that's I really try. Good. If so, I shut them down too, like today kid was like, Oh, is that good? I was like, No, it's not. This is why. <laughs> this is why this right. is how yeah, we yeah. Can improve this.
1: Right.
4: right. But you gotta be honest. And I don't traditionally come that hard at them, you know, yeah. it's just the person that I a little bit older, a little shock yeah. treatment. Yeah. but you gotta be genuine. With what yeah. it is, and and if you're gonna say something and make a critique, then you better have a legitimate, um, some some real reason to back it up, so that that person knows how to get navigate. You can't just tell yeah. somebody they're lost. Right. Okay. Right. Now where do I go? How do right. I get to <laughs> this? Yeah. Thank you yeah. for letting me know that. How do I now get to where I need to get?
2: Yeah. 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 Certainly, I certainly. Certainly. Will. will. There's some some art that you have, some music that you have coming out. I want to get into that, but before I want to ask you a couple fun questions as we transition okay. into the music.
4: Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I talk about this all day. You see that. Oh no, you're
2: good. Okay. That's hey, that's that's what, we, that's what we want you to do. That's what we want yeah. your fans to hear. So, all right, so just a couple questions. Uh the first question is great book or great movie.
4: Ooh. I'm going to be honest with you right now because of time. I'm going to go with that great movie. And then on the beach, I'll do the great book. So right now, I'm with the movie on that. And that's if I make it through, y'all. Usually 10, 15, I'm passing that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do you pick up the movie like the next day or whenever you get time and like watch it in segments?
4: I do. I, I, do, do. That, yeah. I do. I do. Me
2: too. I rare, I rarely that is watch good, game, but I'm it's kidding. like you gotta do what you
4: got to do. It's yeah. like a sandwich after. It's not the same, but you're going to finish it. You know
2: what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah totally. Totally. Yeah. All right. Next, next one, uh, streaming or physical release?
4: I'm gonna say physical. Um, I still love that tangible, and I'll be really transparent. There's still so much that I need to learn about streaming in that platform, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go with physical for sure. Physical, I'm, right. I'm old school that way.
2: Yeah, I love it. Saying it Vinyl. That's hate. My-
4: CD. Um, vinyl, vinyl. Mm-hmm. That would be my go-to if I had out of all of those options. Yeah. I would prefer vinyl. Right. On. I uh, even like this. the scratchiness of it. it yeah. Goes yeah.
3: Yeah, I was just going to say, that's not old school. That's timeless right there. Yeah. <laughs> we got to yeah. switch out. Now. I don't like uh,
4: that old school. No, that's, that's true. Timeless. That's <laughs> true. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Positive, positive. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Right. This next question comes from my six-year-old son. I asked him for a this or that question, and he's, cool. he said, Roller coaster or water slide?
4: Oh, water slide Ooh. all day.
2: Water slide. All <laughs> right.
4: I'm so scared of, of heights. I have a fear of heights. So I used to do some roller coasters here and there. And my poor child was like, damn, mom, like, I'm going to have to send a dog on to wear it because I'm like, I'm trying to give you a partner to hang out with, baby, on the roller coaster, but it ain't going to be me. But water slides, <laughs> yes. I love water. I swim and I'm always down for a water slide.
2: Okay, right on. That's dope. That's what's That's up. dope. Mm-hmm. All right. last question, more open-ended. So we got we got a pot of money here. You don't have okay. to teach you don't have to teach for a year or six months or whatever. And you can write any book you want to write. What would you write? <sighs> That's, good. That's a dope.
4: Because person. I think about this at least once or twice a week. So um I definitely fantasize about that possibility. Yeah, actually, would really like to write a book. Um, I think at this stage, um, I'd be torn. And again, I really do think about this. It would either be something like memoir-like, you mm-hmm. know,
1: yeah,
4: um, or something like hip hop curriculum, like yeah. because I, I would love to do both. But if I could just kind of write any book, maybe it would be maybe it would be more memoir. Yeah,
2: um, yeah, maybe that's more to start like, yet. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. Well, let's get into this. Mu- thank you for playing. With, Absolutely,
4: uh, thank you. Thank your son for me. That was that was my favorite question. Yeah, that, that was my favorite. Yeah, like, that's a good question, son. Good job. I'm gonna ask him every yes. Thursday night now
2: for a question. Uh, yeah. So jumping into the music, uh, you have. So for those that have not figured it out yet, most most people know uh, that know you know, but you're part of Juggernauts, which is an actual. Family crew. Uh, do you want to yeah. uh, introduce, or not introduce, but tell the people about that group? Yeah.
4: Shout, shout out, shout out to my brothers, my actual brothers, um, Breeze Bruin, and B Slim, aka, aka Kev Fever. He has so many aliases, um, aka Slim, aka Buddy Slim, all the same person. <laughs> um, and shout out to DJ Boo as well. Um, but yeah. Juggernauts that's the home team and I mean that's family it, it's yeah. been such an um, an honor to grow into my role within the group um, for those who do know Juggernauts really uh, initially was more just my brothers and then over time it evolved and and I became part of that. I was always yeah. I think um, observing I was always around and part of it I just wasn't formally. Um, a part of it. So that happened, I would say, I think that transition started to happen um, like early college, okay. you know, when we were doing, again, you know, that Lursis Lounge project, that yeah. one, um, shout out to Lursis Lounge. Um, That song, Wait, where we, you know, indelible MCs and that coining yeah. uh, of indelible MCs. You know, that was, I think the real kind of like stamp where it was like okay yeah, yeah she's doing some things all right let's right. bring her along you know formally and it kind of yeah. just happened organically at that point we were performing it a lot um it those that was the time of like wetlands and sobs and tramps mm-hmm. and um neorecan and all of that was just commonplace that was our regulars and so yeah. more performance came a little bit more experience for me um and, and then it just started to make sense. Uh, we didn't put out a formal album together until Use Your Confusion.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And, and the re-release that um, Who Makes It Hot and um, Projections is on where those are the only songs I'm featured on, um, on that project. Those were things that were kind of in the cut or happened around that time, but they weren't on that project. So um, Kev was pretty adamant about putting it on there when we had the opportunity to do the re-release, so so yeah, that's my relationship as far as just you know, juggernaut. Shout out to my brother, yeah. and um, and again, DJ Boo. But as far as like new material, there's definitely some things in the works.
2: Yeah, what can you yeah, tell us about so. what about that?
4: Yeah, I'm really excited. I mean. Um, you know, with education, as is, is wonderful and all the great stories as it sounds, you know, um, there is a challenging part, which is time.
1: Yeah,
4: and yeah. anyone who is an educator mm. understands the realness of, you know, I often say instead of rhymes, I'm writing lesson plans. That's kind of like what I say often because that's just the truth. Um, and so... I wasn't sure if this second project was gonna happen. You know, Metamorphosis happened and I'm proud of that project. I think it was important just to gain my own voice. Um, That was a big part of it. I also had a lot to say and express. And I wanted to challenge myself to see if I could do a solo album uh, separate from my brothers at the time, not for any uh, reasons of, of frustration or anger, like, oh, you know, breaking up. It was more like, can you do this by yourself as a confirmation for my own identity. And I thought that would only make it stronger for whatever else I would bring to the table. And I think it did. Um, But after that, it took so much out between a parent being a parent, teacher full time, that it really comes down to time. Sometimes I'm writing at two, three o'clock in the morning and I gotta wake up Mm. at like six and that's how I get inspired. So um, this new project, I'm excited just because I didn't know if it would happen. And I'm excited because there's some really dope people who I'm working with. Um, shout out to Elize, another amazing um, MC. Uh, shout out to Pretty Bully. There's some, there's a feature with Pretty Bully. Shout out to Fever More Fire. Um, shout out to Neff Beats. Like there's just. There's one that I don't I don't even want. Well, I leaked it on the gram. Um, um, yeah, I saw was, that. The humbled man, havoc.
3: Um, yeah, havoc.
1: My um, deep.
4: Just it's surreal. So I'm really oh, excited man. on so many levels. And um, you know, Silverback. Like there's there's people who you know, and then there's people who you don't know that yeah. you need to know. Yeah. Um, in my okay. opinion. Um, yeah. I think they're extremely talented MP who I worked with on the um on the EP that I put out the space between things. So, you know, I'm the type of person, if I hear something, and it's amazing to me, then it's amazing. I mean, the fact that I have a name on there that was willing to work with me like having is so humbling and surreal. Um, However, in conjunction with that, I think it's so important if you hear something that's amazing, even if it's not a name that's known, it's important to do that so that that name can be more known, right? Yeah. Talent is talent. So
1: Definitely.
4: it's a combination of both. And um, I'm sure there's a few I'm not mentioning. Breeze is on there. Yeah. <laughs> we're
1: about
4: to get into mention? Oh, Breeze is on there. <laughs> yeah. um, he's um, he's also on a feature. Shout out to Be Slim, my other brother. Um, he also produced a track on there. So okay. there's Treats, yeah. Um, it's just in the midst and again, pardon anyone who I didn't uh, mention as it's still in its kind of developmental stages, but there's there's some things happening
2: here. That's great. Is there a, so a time uh, table on that?
4: Yeah, so, so there's a timetable at this point. It's, it's looking like early fall. It's looking okay. like early fall. We're kind of like midway through. Um, there's still some things that needs to happen, writing, recording, and so I'm, I'm really looking forward to the summer. Yeah. To take advantage of getting back into the studio, shout out to Lion Face Studios, which is where I often work and record. So, um, I'm I'm hoping to like wrap up the 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 loose ends over this summer and and have it ready for you guys by yeah, by right. early early to mid fall the latest.
2: Sweet. We can't, we can't wait. I me either. Yeah.
4: <laughs> me <laughs> either. I'm excited. It's, it's got to go down. So I'm yeah. excited about it. Yeah.
2: That's that's great. That's great, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. I, I was excited when we were talking before we went live. I, I was very excited to hear you say you had. A project
4: coming, yeah, man. And I'm trying. Yeah. I'm still trying to rope a couple people in, so it'll okay. see. You know, yeah. like um poison pen. I don't know. That's premature to oh. mention, oh. but we did have a conversation. All right. And he was like, "Heroin for you? Let's do it." So yeah. I'm hoping that you know that'll happen because we've known each other for so long. That's friends. right. So I think it'll be dope. There's a lot. There's a lot of exciting things that are in the, in the in the works. In the
2: yeah, works. dope, 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 sweet. Sweet. yeah well queen heroin the, the last thing we like to do on this yeah. show is uh go out celebrating some classic albums and artists that we know awesome. you appreciate so so we'll have some fun with this and let iowa miles profound any any last second buzzer beater questions you want to get off
3: yeah i'm i'm uh, <laughs> no nah, i just want to yeah, go ahead Io. oh no go ahead bro go ahead go ahead bro I've been talking the most go ahead no, I just want to
0: give props <laughs> on return of the G because that's banging in my ear right now with niece. Right. oh
4: man let me what? let me say this profound thank you for mentioning that because there is someone I need to shout out so um thank you who's a producer who did return of the G and mm. he actually did about half of metamorphosis he passed away last year mm. and, and, and it was like oh. it's still very surreal yeah. And I just want to acknowledge him because hadn't it been for him, that album, I don't wow. think it would have happened because he literally did half of that. And Return of the G is a song that when people think of that album, they think of Return of the G. They, they yeah. think of that song when they hear Metamorphosis. So, you know, rest in peace. Thank you. So talented and mm-hmm. um, just so grateful for all the work and, and dedication. So thank you for bringing that up. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, rest in peace, rest in power, man. Yes rest deep. in peace.
4: Yes
3: yeah. yeah, I always ask this question to MCs that I look up to. It was <laughs> funny because I was guest lecturing and uh, Queen Hebr- Heroin was in the room and he was like, Why don't you bust a rhyme, bro? I was so nervous, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I messed up, jacked up the rhyme, bro. <laughs> I was sweating <laughs> like a while, I was like, dude, what rhyme I'm gonna say? Queen heroin is in here, bro. I jacked it up profound. Like, no, you blushing. No, You did an
1: amazing job. You did
3: I'll a great
1: you.
4: job. You <laughs> did a great job. But the question that I want to ask you:
3: <laughs> the question that I want to ask you is: I asked all the MCs that I look up to, I asked mm-hmm. them what um what would you say. To uh, artists or MC this, what? Because a lot of young people ask me this all the time. I was like, "Man, what can I do to develop?" So I always ask the MCs that I look up to, "What can an artist do to like become a stronger MC or a stronger writer?" In your opinion, like, what what do you think?
4: Um, that's a great question. My first initial thought was read. <laughs> right yes. so again um not to bring it back to the class but it's just real so you know you read more you build your language um build your comprehension build different skills um and those can always be used and are used to help your writing i would encourage reading i would encourage reading things that you like I would encourage reading things that you may not know anything about, mm. but maybe doing brief readings on that. Maybe it just intrigues you, it's interested, so you don't have to necessarily read a whole novel, but maybe you read an article. Um, I would encourage when I was uh, really working on freestyling and stuff like that in college, I had a rhyming dictionary. Um, mm. I encourage you to get a rhyming dictionary. I think it's a helpful resource and tool. Um, I don't really use it anymore, but I definitely used to use it. Just just to help with my, you know, um, just to help with freestyling sometimes. Um, I encourage you to get a dictionary. Everything is so digital now. Um, Get a tangible dictionary. Use it just to flip through. I used to use that, too, for freestyling to practice, you know, shout out to gypsies. We would just like, you know, be like, oh, cadence. (laughs) And then we'd have to spit that, you know, oh, hypothermia. You know what I'm saying? So
1: right.
4: I feel like a physical dictionary, physical uh, rhyming. And and also, you know, just write, 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 write. And one of the things my brothers used to do, I used to play, you know, um, who got the props, instrumental. Shout out to Evil D. I used to um, in the whole camp. Um, I'd listen to instrumentals and practice, practice, practice my verses. And my brother one day was like, Kev was like, yo, if you can't spit, Faster than a, to a certain tempo, then you're not ready. And so, I encourage you to challenge yourself at different BPMs slower, medium, fast. I encourage you to ry- rhyme over beats that have lyrics because sometimes when you're on stage and you're performing, you can get tripped up if something throws you off, like auditory wise, like whether it's audience or whatever. So, you got to be able to keep going, even mm-hmm. if something distracts you. So, sometimes hearing the lyrics. It's like you're a drummer, like doing two things at one time. Yeah. So I think they're different tools, but I would start with the reading, the writing, and then the practicing um, of your of your craft for sure. Shout out to everyone in the chat tra- and in, in the chat, by the way. Someone shouted out Bobito. I'll yeah. just say Bobito goes way way back. He doesn't even call me heroin. He calls me Peredel, <laughs> which is my actual All right. name. And. Um, <laughs> You know, much love. Um, I've known him since I was very young and he was also very instrumental in getting things off as far as juggernauts go. He was, you know, the project initially with my brothers was on Fondalum. Right. Record. So shout out to Bobito. Um, you know, even though I haven't seen him forever, so much love always for him. And, and I'm sure the whole team would reiterate that. So I just want to acknowledge that question. And yeah, thanks no for, for showing up in the chat. And-
3: and the last thing i'm going to say that's interesting that you said the dictionary i don't know if you all seen uh caris uh, one's uh documentary city lights he no, dropped like 500 600 in london for a dictionary bro <laughs> like, yeah this is what count i'm saying that's how out. i was like yo are you See? serious
4: what I'm is like, the movie wow. with um what's it's it called with, city lights
3: um, it's on um it's on youtube
4: Oh, I'm going to check it out. Um, I was thinking, though, of uh, Denzel Washington, where he plays, it's like a biblical thing and the Bible becomes Oh, yes,
3: Book of Eli. Book of Eli. Mm. That's my book, that's
4: my movie. When you think about that sense of a tangible book, Mm -hmm. and and to lyricists, you know, that's like the equivalent of the Bible in a sense, you know, Mm -hmm. not to get into, you know, religious political (laughs) things, but, you know, all the words. Are there yes. right? Yeah. And so yeah, yeah, I definitely would go back to the old, the, the tangible things um and That's the practice. Dope. Just practice, 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 practice. You know, to to know your voice, strengthen your voice, and be able to mm-hmm. manipulate your voice.
3: Yes, 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 yes. That's good. Thank you so much. I'm done. I could we <laughs> keep going, but I'm, i I know for time <laughs> <laughs> purposes. I'm, I'm yeah, good. I'm good.
4: <laughs>
1: time, sure. <laughs>
2: no doubt no doubt um and we'll have a little bit more time to talk about about babito uh and the re-release uh and shout out Coop art who always tunes in so we appreciate you Coop art so stay tuned absolutely stay tuned uh yeah so the the last thing we do uh, i'll I'll throw up an album cover on the screen Okay. uh, name the album and, and the artist and uh your challenge is to come up with the first word or a word Oh, geez. Let's stop recording.
4: Album. Jesus. <laughs> Lord, I'm horrible <laughs> with stuff like this. Damn it. Okay. Okay, let's right. do
2: it. First now- one. We only got a couple, isn't okay. it? Sometimes I'm I really lie.
4: bad. No, I'm really, really bad. <laughs> Breeze is a master at this. I'm the one who's like, what is that again? Oh, oh yeah, Wu Tang, right, and to get yeah, thirty six shapes. Right. I'm really
2: bad. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, here we go. One word that describes how you feel about this album right here. This is use your confusion. My Confusion. Juggernaut.
4: Damn confusion.
2: Confusion. <laughs> no, there you, there you, you are. know no. what?
4: One word, yeah, um are. family. 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 Yes. Okay. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. Family. This is the first album cover. I did was, that. That was Ev. That what was not that crazy? Oh, He's so cool. That's fire, though. Who who did that? I'm sorry.
4: I, that was that was Slim. Oh, I okay. believe I may get off this call and Breeze be like, nah, that was that was me. I recall that being a Slim decision. Yeah.
2: All right, so that that came out a little Thank while you, ago.
4: Huh? <laughs> and yep. then
2: this, yeah, classic. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, this next one is about Thirteen. A magnificent day for an exorcism. Pharoah Monch all over the lyrics on this one.
4: My word for that is, it's a phrase, drive to work. I have one word, repeat. I play that album on repeat all the time. It's one of my Mm. favorite, favorite albums. I love that damn album.
1: Yeah. I love that album. Feel,
4: Scarecrow, my child knows it and listens to it oh, word wow. for word with me. Yeah, she knows. She just understands she's going to hear it multiple times. Yeah. That's repeat. That's the word for me.
2: <laughs> I feel like this album was like such, and I've said this before, I think on this show, it's such a beautiful like stamp on the feeling of the world at that time. Like it was, there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of tension in the world. And like Still this resonates. album is beautiful in that regard. Okay. I
4: agree. Love it. Love it.
2: Repeat. Coincidentally, the uh-huh. same day that album came out, "Hindsight" by your brother Breeze Bruin yes, came out. Same it day.
4: Did. I I helped. That was you. a good day. Promoted. It. It yes, I know you did.
2: did. I know you did. All right, one word for this joint.
4: Um, one word for that. It's actually a song. I'm gonna say "I Papa" because that's mm, my favorite one. So it's technically two words, but
2: that's yeah, good. yeah. That's a great al- a great album too. All right. He's he's. All right, a little side note. Uh, Coop Art says, Can we buy Queen Heroine's paintings?
4: You can. You can. I haven't painted in a minute. Also, a summer thing. I'm thinking of really getting serious about putting out prints, but I do really, really have some actual paintings. If I would give you the tour and crib, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a great question, Coop, and and my goal is to get the painting going as well. And as that, maybe once I'm done with the album, I can focus some more on um, getting back into my painting. I don't know if I could draw um, a straight line anymore because I haven't painted in years. But yeah, no, I'm excited to see what happens when I put the when I put the paint to the canvas. But some of the previous works, I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely thinking of um, doing prints. Yeah, thank you right for on. that. That's so he is, sweet. Thank you. He
2: is in. Awesome. awesome, I love yeah. it. And uh, rewinding a little it. bit uh, back to the Farrah joint, joint, uh, Antoine, I agree, Farrah is underrated.
3: I agree too. He's
2: one of the L's ever.
4: He's one of the eldest yeah. ever. And he's so humble. He's so humble. so humble. He's such a nice yeah. guy. I mean, yeah. beyond just being an incredible artist, he's really a nice guy. Just genuinely a good guy.
2: No doubt. No doubt. Alright, next one. We just got a couple more.
4: Next okay, one. sure. Yeah.
2: De La Soul is dead by De La Soul.
4: Okay, so I was just kind of—it's going to be another song. So Millie pulled a pistol on Santa. Mm. Oh no! I have one word: RX Seven. RX Seven Mazda. <laughs> Breeze used to play that 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 whole album. He used to have an old RX Seven. I actually learned mm. to stick shift on that car. He taught me stick shift on oh, wow. a lot in that car, but that used to bump in that car oh, oh yeah a time like <laughs> all, religiously so mom yeah because that's how that's, that's the dope. memory i have with that yeah
2: it's such a dope album all right incredible La, uh and antoine also likes it uh and says amazing album 1991 great follow-up to Three, five, three feet high and rising i agree Indeed.
1: I agree
2: and uh Indeed. I feel like it was like almost like two sides of the same coin you know it was a little bit mm. darker i thought the music yeah. was a little bit better but still that great adventure with the skits mm. and the songs their skits, skits were the skits best yeah their skits were the best their
1: skits yeah. were
4: the best my yeah.
2: favorite line on that joint is when uh day was talking about how uh at the biddies in the bk lounge and they come <laughs> in and they're like who are you and he's like tracy what? chapman And then, like, he he refers to a Tracy Chapman song later in the verse. (laughs) Classic. I still love that. Anyway, all right, last joint of the night, the re-release
4: by Juggernaut. My word is going to be honor, because it's really an honor to be connected and to actually you know, have those guys as my brothers. I, I don't, yeah. you know, they're wonderful brothers, they're wonderful fathers, they're wonderful men, but wow. you know, they're phenomenal artists as well. And and I really, that inspired me tremendously just watching them through that whole process. Even though I wasn't really in it thick at that time, I was yeah. observing it heavy. I was in the studio with wow. them many nights um, and so it's just an honor it's honor to to know and be part of and connected to those guys they're pretty they're pretty damn cool so yeah, yeah. I, uh-huh. what
3: is that like to have like <laughs> i just what is that like? like in it's, it's chicago it used to be a family called the deloney's on my block okay if you fought one of them you had to fight <laughs> like all of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They used to roll thick. Like, so yeah. to, to be an it, what is that like to actually be able to create and rhyme with your actual brother? Like, Profound is my brother. Yeah. you know like, my blood brother. You know what I mean? Right. I look at right. him like he my blood of brother. Course. Like- of course. Of course. Like, what is that like to just you be know, a, all y'all dope? Like, <laughs>
4: thank you. <laughs> <like>, what, <laughs> what is that like? Sometimes, thank you very much for that, Coop. Yes, <laughs> definitely bless the fam, um, the parents, good Lord. Um, You know, uh, to be very transparent and honest, you know, at the end of the day, it's a blessing to be able to to do that. But it comes with this challenges, too. You know, we oh, all God. have our own personalities. Um, being that we're all talented in our own right. And thank you for that. You know, sometimes it can be a push and pull um, creatively when it comes to decision-making. And I think that's with any group, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there, you have different personalities and things like that. So that's just the reality of a group. The fact that we're family, I think, helps in the sense that we'll always come back. Um, at some point to be like, okay, well, maybe we ain't figured out one out. Maybe we got some some things to to, to iron out here. But I love you. <laughs> um, I love you. Get home safe. You know. Um, I'll talk to you later. Take this rum and coke and leave me alone. You know, you know, you know hit hit some egg and cheese. Whatever. Yeah, get out of right. here. I love you still. You know, so it 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 comes with its challenges, but the beauty is that you know we're family and we love each other regardless, and and that yeah. will always um, supersede anything else. But at the same time, it also has you hold up that responsibility, especially you know Slim is the eldest out of this you know our unit, and so. Yeah. He's real big on always kind of reeling it back in, like, yo, what are we doing? Let's let's make this happen. Shout out to Francesca in the chat, my sis.
3: Yo,
2: Francesca. So it's,
4: it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So yes, a, indeed, a, sis. Appreciate
2: a few, you. A few comments uh from some of our listeners tonight. Francesca says, loving every minute of this interview, sending love and admiration to Queen uh and the Boom Bap chat back family Jeez. from Francesca and Jason. So, yeah. shout out yeah. to you.
4: My triny, my Trini cousin.
2: Yeah, and <laughs> A Winsome says, love my fam, so proud. That's so, right.
1: the thank, thank you for tuning you so in. Much.
2: And I wanted to go back Sweet. real quick. Um, yeah, of course. The G Coop, or Coop Art, sorry, uh, mm-hmm. not Coop, Coop, Art, who asked uh, about a Babito story. And I was curious to know, as you were observing Mm -hmm. um the re-release and and the the recording of that music back then was bobito involved in the recording of the music or was he more just involved in you know kind of just getting it out
4: that's a good question um i want to say that i probably don't have the most accurate answer for that um just because i was again more kind of bystander looking in the way that i remember bobito Obviously, he was heavily involved from an administrative standpoint, right? Um, And I think that was part of the beauty of the relationship uh, with my brothers in the sense of the creativity. There was a a genuine, I think, belief um, Mm -hmm. and admiration for what Juggernauts and my brothers were creating sonically just in music and the culture. So it wasn't about at all dictating... Oh, do this, do that from, from at all. From what I remember, I think it was more like, that's dope. Let's get this out, push, promote. Um, it was more an administrative from a supportive, let's push this out. Yeah, then, yeah. uh, this is what you need to do. And I think that was part of, again, the, the attraction to the relationship, because initially they were on Electra. My brothers mm-hmm. had like an actual deal, um, with, um, with Electra records. It was, uh, what is it? Oh, wow. Yeah, they, they want a major yeah. label. So that was the, yeah. the, the that was actually what it was initially. Um, and then that relationship severed. And I think that that was more so from a creative standpoint, like issues that yeah. maybe it wasn't mainstream enough at the time, um, what they were looking for. And so Bobito being the voice that he was with, you know, that whole underground or what was labeled underground movement. Right. There was definitely that support system there, um, and a and a conduit right there to take the music and have it and a real audience that was thirsty and hungry for what my brothers were bringing to the table creatively, and that made a major impact. So I feel like his role was more administrative in the vein that it was yeah. at that time, um, you know. So I, I would think it was I would say it was more from that standpoint. Um, I, you know, it's interesting. I think maybe my brothers were really, for people who really understand, they were really at the forefront of that movement too. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, Underground, we talk about that whole, all that, deaf jugs, like all, all of that was around the same time, obviously, but Jug Us, they would they were really at the beginning of that. Yeah, yeah. where it was yeah. taking the music and, and putting it out through the radio station. Obviously, Barbeater was integral for doing that too and having a voice not just for oh, supporting but having it heard through the radio station that he, you know what i'm saying so major from a media standpoint when we think yeah. about what media was then listening to the radio on you know right. you know late late at night into the morning hours and that was that was necessary i think without that platform we wouldn't have the followers and the supporters yeah. and the fan base that we still have after all these years because how would they hear it Right. If it wasn't for Bobito, if it wasn't for the station, if it wasn't stuff like that, right. which grew into shows and stuff like that. Now you yeah. can just go oh, YouTube, go back, right. you know, but it, Instagram, none of that existed then. So you had to have a vehicle in order to see and hear it. And I think he played a major role from that standpoint. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I think that's right. You know, just from an outsider observing. And I mean, I think it's, so important i just appreciate you and what your brothers did and then later you know you mentioned Def Jux and Raucous and yeah we know know where one segment of hip-hop music was going during that time and for sure to to have people that were like nah that's not us you know we we're we're doing this other thing you know people like me and I'm awesome profound like you know we're eternally grateful for that because that's you know that's our but you guys Holy are facts. keeping
4: that going, you know. When you look at like even this platform here, having yeah. these conversations, you know, um, preserving the culture, talking about you know the continuation and and acknowledging the things that have happened, you know, before. It's like again. <laughs> yeah where are these platforms happening other than vehicles like this so we're still right. in gratitude for you know you guys and, and having platforms like this to share and, and communicate you know what we do what we love it's it's just as important now
2: yeah thank you for that and you know when when the yeah. album comes out whatever we can do you know absolutely you i'm excited to Talk about it yeah
3: we, we gotta have absolutely. you back on too to talk about the I album i love it sure.
4: yo i can't yeah. wait i'm telling you they're so <laughs> many joints i'm so excited and one the one joint i have dropped that i didn't acknowledge shout out to beats by solitaire in chicago okay. fam oh. out there and um who did the production for anger which is the only song that's uh formally been released off of the okay. project nice. that is Sweet. the first single so shout out to solitaire shout out to chicago um yeah much yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah absolutely
1: yeah dope, no, saying, dope, that's dope. what's up man
2: before we do our shout outs of the night, definitely want to show love uh, to the folks that have been tuning in, get some of these comments going. Uh, our man Antoine, thanks for listening tonight. He said, Def Jux, my favorite underground label by LP. Yeah, they put out some dope music. Dope. Incredible
4: music. And and yeah. I don't know if I can say this, but there's, there's some um, things that I think Breeze is doing. I think it's like one track. That um some collaborations that might be happening with L too some new
3: stuff.
4: Oh, dope, dope. Yeah. And he's out-
3: always been ahead of the curve, man. Yeah. Like even with like yeah. Run the Jewels and Def yeah. Jux, he always like one seemed like one step ahead. I, I just love yeah. the way that. And again, moves, that goes man.
4: back to what you were saying. You know, it's such a it was such a big part of the conversation. Again, Bobito, it was a whole movement, and that's why I say I don't. Yeah. I, I I'm in awe and humbled by my brothers. Cause I know, For those who acknowledge great, For those who don't, I know I was there yeah. and those, those dudes were, they were, they were at the forefront of that movement. In addition to um, similar, similar family, similar groups like, like that.
2: No doubt, no doubt. Uh, speaking of that movement, you know, Ian Charles, he knows, Everything Ian Charles is (laughs) shout out to Ian Charles Steve so
1: much.
2: Facts Fondalum, Wild Man Steve, Halftime Radio, Stretching Bobito, Special K and Teddy Ted, Def Jux, and many others were at the forefront and kept it going. Thank you, Ian Charles, for always sharing your your wealth of knowledge with us all. Uh, he also said, Great having Queen Heroin on here. Yes, definitely. We got a great uh some great advice from Coop Art for your album cover. Coop art says paint the cover. <laughs> right.
4: Yo, Coop Rhino. about to have me have a whole exhibit. Coop about to have me do a whole, a whole line. I'm inspired, Coop. Thank you. I'm i I'm on it, you know. I, I do stay in my lane, but, you know, I'm not great at graphics, but I'm not afraid to have my painting become at the forefront. So we'll see. Okay. I have a vision in my mind as okay. to what I want to do um, for the cover. We'll see if it if it materializes. But I'm going to have some art either way, Coop. Trust, trust and believe. <laughs> trust and believe.
2: It, and one name I'm, I'm not sure if I've heard yet tonight, but we, we got to throw it out there, Antoine. Uh, said company flow, company Ooh. flow, gotta oh, just say their name, such a dope group in that of era. I'm yeah, saying, so right on, Indeed, that's fam, Len. Yeah, just, yeah,
4: yeah. Len, Len, yeah. Len, Len stays with the hilarious post on IG, that's family too. That's really, <laughs> <right>. you We know <laughs> actually phone. have Shoot. the same birthday, so okay, that's oh, all, word. That's yeah, 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 that's that's all family, man. And that's shout dope. out, I know in the chat, I saw um, Ty Phoenix. And um and star and what what's going on with the kill bill? Are y'all gonna do something again? Um that question often comes up, and I'm just grateful we did kill bill three together and it was an amazing song. Um, the energy is so dope together, and we keep getting it. So mm. I don't know, you know. Um at some point, I don't know if it'll ever be a formal project together, but that's fam. I love both of them. They're so talented. Star, we we dm'd like two days ago um ty phoenix same thing so we're we're always you know at some point in in communication and i love and respect them both so talented and you know i think it comes down to maybe just time and opportunity um so if it's not a project definitely some some new music at some point even if it's another joint would be dope to do together and god forbid if that doesn't happen lord knows we definitely did our thing on that together, but yeah. it would be great if we could. Yeah. So
2: you got you have that album you have to make and then you have the art gallery <laughs> you have to do. And you have to write your memoir. Don't forget about your memoir. Indeed, <laughs> actually
4: I used to have an art gallery on the low for like two years, a real oh, small dope. spot. And I, I carry wow. once in a blue. So yeah, I, no. I hope to get back into that.
2: Just stuff. I mean just do it during your playing bell. Yeah, I mean, I'll just do it, do it right? during my
4: prep during my prep at work, you know, my 45 minute prep. I'm gonna right. just work on all of the things.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Queen Heroin, the last thing we always do on this show is give shout outs, so uh, we'll, we'll give our round of shout outs and then we'll turn it over to you, uh, to you for the last uh shout out. So, uh, profound, who you want to yo, shout yo. out tonight,
0: man? Man, we give a shout out to the sister queen, man, for coming on, man, and yeah. um, representing um being an educator on top of that and we all know that uh, our mothers is usually who we learn from first and you a teacher and a mother at that man so props to you definitely Thank the you. boom bab chat crew um my six that are somewhere in here destroying <laughs> something and uh <laughs> shout out to wifey and uh and chicago man you know how we do man Just give a shout out to chicago man we found from
4: chicago too
0: yeah yeah yep, yep, oh
4: man i didn't know that yeah keep trying yep. to reel me back in okay go ahead yep. i didn't
3: know i didn't <laughs> yep. know now, that's it that's it i'm shouting out the crib today
4: <laughs> i know who to come to hang out and go get some harrells with all right that's it. <laughs> you know what <laughs> i'm saying,
3: saying? You, <laughs> you, know? hey he a fierce he a fierce mc too queen oh i, I like, can only imagine pro ain't imagine. no joke, that's yeah, pro ain't we, need no joke.
4: A, we need a little um uh midwest reunion that's all <laughs>
2: yeah yeah all right
3: all my see you have tonight man man my heart is full tonight man yeah. i was tired but man <laughs> my heart is full tonight bro. man <laughs> my heart my mind everything my spirit oh man so shout out you know the boom bad chat brothers both stole you know what i'm saying till you my brother too man you know what i'm saying you my blood brother too bro you wow. know what i'm saying <laughs> so shout out to pro you know what i'm saying um shout out to francesca and jason Yo, I love Francesca so much, man. That's my sister, man. She be holding me down since I've been out here in Toronto. So, shout out Mm -hmm. to her and her husband, Jason. Um, Shout out to, you know, Antoine, Coop, Ian, Charles, all the faithfuls that be on here. And, man, last but not least, shout out to my sister, my mentor. Man, just a mental giant lyricist phenomenon queen heroin, you know what i'm saying thank you for just coming through and just blessing the spot and sharing space with us thank you so much and yo shout out the home team chicago you know what it is yeah for yeah. the so there you yes, go sir.
2: thanks IOMAS. i, I want to shout out on uh, drez a black sheep who's gonna be our guest in two weeks super so- excited to have him back on the boom bap chat uh shout out to jay rawls speaking of education he's gonna be our guest next Thursday so oh, super excited to have him back on uh, and shout out uh, like you said everyone that came through on the chat uh, a Winsome uh also known as Mandy and Antoine and everyone on the chat uh, appreciate y'all tuning in and to the juggernauts shout out to the juggernauts the whole the whole family and obviously uh you know shout out to you Queen heroin thank you for taking your time to be with us but you know anytime we have educators on that are in the classroom that are teaching and giving you know, themselves to young people. Uh, I think, I, I'm not sure there's a higher calling in life, but to do mm-hmm. that, to educate the next generation. So thank you for doing that work. We really appreciate you. And with that, we'll let you take it away with the final shout
4: outs. I just want to thank you guys so much. Um, I don't, I usually am passed out by this. This is, I like <laughs> passed my bedtime um so I I similarly feel uh like I'm I said just totally filled and um I'm in gratitude for you guys like just blushing honored humbled thank you for this platform thank you for taking the time and interest um to have me on the show so shout out to the boom bap um shout out to the brothers to the juggernaut shout out to my baby girl my daughter Shout out to this four-legged daughter who's going to have me wanting to cuddle in two minutes. And I'm going to have to kick out the bed. Shout out (laughs) to my students. Shout out to everyone who's on this new project. I'm so grateful uh, for your contributions, your creativity, your support, your love. And everyone in the chat, appreciate y'all, man. Um, You know, what we do, we do because we love. It's, it's, It's deeper than just... You know i go to work tomorrow to also pay the bills that's important as well mm-hmm. so we're up now because you know this is this is a genuine love for what we do and who we are so thank you all for taking the time to come through yes and i'm out <laughs> appreciate y'all
2: and on that note we say, say peace, peace, peace,
3: peace, 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 uh, uh, yeah yeah bang it up <laughs> yo